DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. It's time to bring in Samson Nakua, BYU wide receiver. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line, Best of State award winner. Smart Rain is having an end-of-season sale on their irrigation smart controller. Save 50% off each smart controller purchased. Offer available to all commercial property zone listeners. Visit smartrain.net to schedule a demo today. Samson, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? We're doing all right. We're doing all right. How are you doing? Before I know we love to laugh and giggle and all that with you, but uh, we understand you lost your grandmother last week, and condolences to you on that. Uh, is the family doing all right? This was the whole point of the move to BYU, get all that family time possible, right? Yeah. Um, with all the preparation of uh, preparing for grandma leaving, I mean, I think it still be even help, honestly, but... Um, it's been good. Um, it's been nice. We were able to come back home, me and Puka, and uh, spend this little time with her. And uh, honestly, it was perfect. It, it, it felt good just to be back here and uh, be by her side and uh, let her feel our love. All right, as far as football goes, how fun is it to be 4-0? and oh? Man, 4-0, and oh, it, it really don't get better than that. <laughs> uh, well, I already said... Uh, Pack 12 chance, man. It's been feeling good, and uh, we're just keeping it rolling right now. I see what you did there, but don't celebrate. You got two more Pack 12 games. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm not celebrating too early, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> was there any difference, or what was the differences between Jaron Hall and Baylor Romney? Um, honestly, I felt like it was about the same. Um, Everything that uh, Jaron's been doing, um, Baylor was able to step in and uh, show that there's no fall off anywhere, no matter uh, who, who steps in. And uh, honestly, it was just fun to be able to uh, show every team that we can actually sling the rock. You know, we've been we've been pounding the rock uh, down everyone's throat with Ty Algier and Lapine uh, uh, Katoa, but um, shoot, we were able to sling the rock a little bit more this game, and it was actually way fun. <laughs> So it takes a lot of things to make the passing game happen, but it starts with the O-line. I thought that protection was outstanding. Romney had forever to throw the ball. Perfect pockets. I mean, it was, it was borderline seven-on-seven drill stuff. The O-line. Yeah, O-line, it obviously starts with them. And um, the past four games, um, they've been coming out and kicking butt. Um, they've been holding down the trenches and showing everyone that we got the best O-line and uh, we got the best D-line in the uh, they came out and especially Saturday, you know, protected their butts off, protected uh, Baylor and uh, let Baylor do his thing back there and let him feel comfortable. And uh, it was amazing to see when you when you feel comfortable what you can do, honestly. And the O-line just did amazing, honestly. It seems like after last year with no crowds and the team went on an incredible run, followed it up this year, you haven't lost the game. The crowds at the stadium, at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, have just been incredible. Have you been able to sense that and feed off of it? Oh, my God. In Lavelle, even stepping down in Vegas, uh, feeling the crowd's energy, uh, it's been unbelievable. To be, you already said it be part of last year. Um, whether you were down at BYU or anywhere else, you could uh, – playing the game and with no fans it, it was very different um, but coming back this year and having a full stadium and uh, 
being able not to hear your coaches yell at you when you make mistakes. It's <laughs> it's a beauty. It's a beauty of the game that we need. We miss we miss not having the fans there, and it's so fun having them there. So you've had three home games, and that game in Vegas felt like a home game. Uh, this could be a little different. You go into Utah State. You haven't you haven't done that in your career, and there's a lot of Cougar fans in the Cache Valley, so there'll be some Cougar fans of the game, but that also fires up Aggie fans. Cougar fans disgust them. You are about to hear it. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm excited for this game, actually. I've never got to play Utah State um I know I made a couple comments earlier in this year, and I'd like to take back, <laughs> but we're definitely focusing and locking on to this uh, to this game and uh, not taking this game uh, lightly at all. I mean, shoot, the three and one team right now—they've been having a hell of a season. So uh, it's only right to come and take these guys seriously and give them uh, give them a good competition. How hard is it for you guys not to get caught up in that? Your four and zero national ranking and all that stuff. Oh, it's definitely hard, um, you know, letting letting the emotions run high, but not too high. Um, you know, what I, I always try to say, uh, tell the teammates, never let the highs, uh, never ride the highs too high and never ride the lows too low. And uh, right now we're, we're doing really good, but we got to keep our heads on straight and focus and act like we're an 0-4 team right now. And uh, so come and work our butts off every day and come show them that, you know, we're not taking any team lightly. Well, then everybody ought to follow Baylor Romney because his post game for a guy who threw for 305 yards and three touchdowns, that was as low-key as a quarterback can possibly be. Is that just how he is, or did he have to consciously dial it back in the uh, postgame session there? Um, that's how he is. Um, <laughs> he He's always ready to play. Um, he's always been part of the team. Um even when uh, they called out the starting position, uh, I know he was a bit hurt, but shoot, he was ready. He wasn't. He wasn't stepping away. He wasn't um, um, blocking the team out. He was ready, still ready to go. Uh, ready when Jaron went down, and uh, he came out and balled out. Honestly, and uh, it was just perfect to show uh, that the next man's got to be ready to play. So, since he played well, does BYU have a quarterback controversy? <laughs> I have no idea. You got, I'm leaving that to Kalani. Honestly, I love all the quarterbacks. I love them all. So whatever the coach decide, I'm, I'm ready to rock with it. <laughs> Wide receivers know where their bread is buttered, right? I love yeah. all the quarterbacks. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I love all of them. Yeah, but if you have Baylor, then he's going to favor his brother, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, shoot, they had that money connection. I'm not even mad. And shoot, they're leading, a victory. they're leading the team to victory. I can't even be mad about it, man. It, it looked good on Saturday. They were connecting. I mean, it, it's a family business out here at BYU, and it, they, they just came and proved it that, that that's true. So you've had all these uh, late-night games. <clears throat> it's just been one uh, 8.30 kickoff after another, it seems like. Does that leave much time during the day to watch other games, maybe watch some of your future opponents, or have they kept you pretty busy and you haven't seen much? Um, it gives us a lot of time to actually watch games and uh, you know just relax and uh, try to get your mind right for the game, pick up little details before the game of watching film. Um, 8.30 is a – it creates a long day for game day, honestly, but uh, it, it's nice. Me and Puka just uh, – do our thing. Uh, we share. Uh, we, we're roommates, so me and Puga 
honestly always get brownies from our mom. So we're up there in our room snacking our brownies, watching our film together, going over plays. So uh, it, it's a bit nice having a long day, and then it, it, it's a bit too much having a long day, I feel like. Do you have any friends at Utah State's team? Uh, yes, one of my old friends from uh, actually Utah, Devontae uh, Henry Cole. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, so he's up there a little bit. Um, and that's about, oh, Kyle Van Leeuwen, too. Um, he's one of the receivers up there. Yeah. He's a big he's a big baller. So I got a couple guys up there, actually. Samson Nakua joined us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So, obviously, the Utes had a, another tragedy. This is twice in nine months now. I don't know how well you knew Aaron or if you've reached out to any teammates uh, since the news broke. Um, yeah. Um, I remember hearing something about it earlier in the night after our game. And um, I remember calling a couple of teammates right after I heard something. And uh, no one was able to answer me. And um, the next morning, um, I got a call from one of my good boys, Avante Davis. And um, yeah, just uh, it's just sad to hear, honestly. Um, Ayla was, Aaron Lowe was such a, he always remind me a lot of me, um, just smiling always, um, such positive energy, um, making sure everyone was happy and okay, um, taking care of everyone. From the first time him coming onto campus, he was just, just a bright smile and such a good soul. And uh, it, it's just really hard to hear, and uh, it's just sad. Um, the kid had such a bright future. I know working to get it, uh, he was so close to getting his degree. Um. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy, man. It, it really is just so crazy. So you obviously played receiver. He was a, a defensive back. Just generally speaking, not uh, specifically to any individual. How much can you get to know guys who are on the other side of the ball and you're not with them all the time as you would be your fellow receivers and maybe your offensive guys? Um, it's pretty easy. Um, I mean. This is a team sport. Um, you're not just sticking with your offense. Um, luckily, we got special teams where we're able to uh, mix the two groups where you got offense and defense, and uh, they're able to play on the same uh, on the same side of the ball at uh, points. And so, it's very important to get to know your teammates because, uh, I mean, we're family, honestly, and um, even our family families. Uh, even our brothers' families are family still, so, so like we we definitely are here for their family because we feel it just like they feel it. And um, I mean, you got to get to know everyone. You know, it's just so important. I feel like uh, everyone. I feel like on both sides of BYU and Utah, are my brothers, and I do anything for them. And um, I don't know. It's just important to know your whole team. So you transfer in, you got to learn, I mean, 85 scholarship guys, walk-on guys, all the coaches, the GAs. How long did it take to get everybody down? I mean, to, to just know oh, who everybody is. For, yeah, it took me the whole summer for sure. And still trying to learn the GAs. You know, there's still so many uh, so many people in this whole process of getting to learn with the trainers, the coaches, uh, even the players. It, it's a lot, but it definitely took me most of the summer to get to know everybody. <laughs> So we've seen Kalani dance after victories and as the game's winding down. Have you ever seen Kyle Whittingham dance? 
I have not, honestly. I have <laughs> never seen him. I know he got some moves. I remember during the practices, I think he would, uh, he'd over, he'd be over there his uh, little golfing, uh, he had a little putting, putting spot out there in the practices. I've seen him, uh, hit a little dance move, but he keeps it to himself. He don't want to, he don't want to let anyone see him dance. <laughs> So we've seen uh, we've seen guys dancing and singing after the youth win games. You know the routine, singing in the locker room and all that. Uh, does BYU have something like that? Uh, yeah, you come into our locker room after we uh, we've been meeting, uh, letting Kalani say a few words to us, and then Kalani puts on the music on the loudspeaker, and he's the first one usually joining the circle and you know start hitting his dance moves, and then. He pushed A-Rod in there, Coach Lamb. Uh, he's been throwing a lot of the coaches in there to start getting them dancing, uh, letting everyone feel the joy of all the coaches. Uh, it's been fun, honestly. It's been wild. <laughs> so who can boogie the best? A-Rod cannot. <laughs> Coach A-Rod cannot dance. So he's off. Uh, Lamb's not bad either. Um uh, I would honestly give it to Coach Kalani Sadaki. <laughs> honestly, he's probably our best dancer. And he's still got a lot to work on. <laughs> uh, All right, so you're really easy on the quarterbacks, but you're a little harder on the coaches. That's what I've learned here this morning. But the coaches aren't throwing you the ball. A hundred percent. All right, Samson, we will leave it right there. We appreciate your time. Thanks for hopping on with us this morning. Good luck in Logan, and we will talk to you again next week. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Samson Nakua, BYU wide receiver, join us every week here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Good times in Provo, man. 4-0, baby. One-third of the way through the schedule. There is a lot of football left to be played. But they're also getting a lot of praise, and there really aren't that many teams making it to 4-0. So I get why uh, it'd be easy for it to go to your head, you know, ride the wave and Get too high. Uh, yeah, I don't know about being easy. If you're not aware of the moment, you can do whatever you want, but when it comes time to be aware of the moment, that's that's what you need. I just don't see in, in the ball game that you're 4-0. If anything, that to me, that uses motive that serves as motivation to get to five and oh in order to force you to concentrate even more. Not to be fat and happy and to think you're all that. I don't. I don't see that. Because um, it's not like they've been blowing out anybody. No, it looked like they had a chance to blow South Florida out, and then South Florida had all those long drives and got back in the game. Yeah, defensively, uh, the second half was not good. I don't know how else you would spin that. Uh, the quarterback for them for uh, South Florida was the kid uh, McCain. Was that his name? I mean, he looked really, really good. Exciting for a youngster. I think he's just a freshman, so that's really cool for them. Uh, but uh, defensively, there's stuff to work at, and they got some injury issues too. You know, you talk about the depth and all, but you know, your first game without Keenan Peely did not go as well as the other games did. And this was supposed to be the weakest of the competition. So make of that what you want. Uh, doesn't seem like that there's a consistency there. That uh, you know you can talk about depth, but do you have anybody the caliber of Peely to play? Because he goes out, and the defense wasn't nearly as good. Offensively, it was good to see them unleash it a little bit. I think that I think to an extent, I assume they're going to go with Hall and, and Romney himself said you shouldn't lose your job to injury. So which I never bought. I think you if somebody comes in and's better, 
I mean, Tom Brady got his job because of injury 62 years ago, and he hasn't given it up since. So, and there was a guy uh, for the Yankees. What was his name? Garrick. <laughs> Didn't get his job for injury, or was it just a day off? Uh, either way. Uh, and Wally Pitt probably is grateful because otherwise he would have never been remembered. Now he's Wally Pip. Everybody knows who Wally Pip is, right? <laughs> Otherwise, he'd just be some yeah. some dude who played baseball a long time ago. So I never bought that myself. If somebody comes in and gets a chance and is better, and clearly the passing game was better, I think he's a better passer than Hall so far in what we've seen. Uh, but you know, at the same time, Hall's three and zero, so I mean that's what it's about. It's about winning games. You can have all the stats in the world you want, and it's about winning games. But Romney. At least they took more shots and they completed more balls downfield. What does that mean? Was it the weakest defense of the yeah, four that they played? The you, can go, you can go back yeah. and forth on that all day long. And that's for them to decide. But it's good to know you've got somebody, and they knew that too. We talked about it last week that uh, Romney was going to start. We don't want to report on injuries because they don't want to. They don't want you to report on that. And I respect that. Uh, and we'll see what happens when uh, Kalani speaks. And as the week progresses, as far as that goes, but. Uh, I, I don't see being 4 0 and ranked. What are they? Did they move up to 13? Yeah. Was that, was that? 13 the yeah. AP poll. 15 I don't, the I don't see where that's a negative. To me, if anything, that's a motivation to keep it going and to be even more focused because right now you're getting in an in state rival and they acknowledge it. It is. You know, it's not the number one rival, but it's right there. It's, a, it's in a nice number two and they've had some good games and you know. Especially after Utah State just tripping all over themselves uh, Saturday morning and early afternoon, that they ought to have a level of being fired up because they have a lot to to play for too. So very much looking forward to this game again as we were last week's games. Utah State needs a bounce back game, that's for sure. After all the momentum they had in the first three games, that one was a, just a big old disappointment. And we will talk with Blake Anderson coming up at nine thirty this morning. The Aggie head coach will join us. And for, and for BYU, you know, the guys have been in the program. The coaching staff's been there. So the, the recent history of the Aggies, they didn't play last year, obviously. But before that, they'd split six games. So there's been plenty of uh, ups and downs in this. So I, I guess going back and watching the film with the new coaching staff and so many new players and not even played last year, that's pretty pointless. But you still know the competition level and the passion and their guys who've been to Logan – and how fired up everybody's going to be. Oh, yeah, Friday night, Logan, BYU coming to town. You guaranteed to sell out. BYU sells out wherever they go in this state. That's a lock. National television Friday. Not, uh, I don't know, there may be some other games on. I haven't looked at the schedule, but that's going to be a premier game. Yeah, I, I, I view this all as something as a, to serve as a motivation for the Cougars, especially for them because they don't have a restart. You know, we're 0-0 and all this stuff. In a sense, no games are conference, literally, but also in a sense, every game is conference. Because what does... That's the only number you're going to have. Yeah. 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 You don't get a chance to say, oh, yeah, but we went 7-2, and 8-1 and one after a slow start or what have you. It doesn't apply for them for this year and for next year grateful for 2023 that they have that opportunity to get that reset because I think it's it's what it's about play for your conference title especially because you know you have no shot to, to get into anything else a cold that's known as the playoff I don't think anyway but if you get in the big 12 and do that and maybe you do but for now 
that doesn't that's irrelevant. And for now, it's about winning every single game that you could possibly get, as many as you possibly can get. And this team's on a roll now. Uh, I'm just glad that Baylor won, moved into the top 25, give the Cougars another shot at a ranked team. That's fun. Virginia, what a Wake Forest smoked them, didn't they? Virginia got buried. Yeah. 37 to 17. Yeah. So, and SC was just an absolute mess. So, right now, anyway, on the calendar. Baylor looks like the biggest opponent. Yeah. And Boise. I thought Boise played very well. Boise, to me, Boise is still Boise until I see otherwise. And right now, I have no reason to think otherwise because I can make a strong statement that Bachmeyer is the best quarterback they'll play all season. Slovis is going to turn the ball over four times. It's going to strengthen your argument oh, right there. I don't there. even know if he'll be playing by the time you get there. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Utah Jazz Media Day today. It's going to start at 8 o'clock, so we yeah. hope to have some interviews for you as they do all the Zooms. It's content day. It is content day. You just day. told us. He just came in about 25 minutes ago. He said, it's not media day, it's content day. And then he says, it's media day. I can't keep track of him. Commit to the bit. Come on, DJ. Yeah, you said content day, and then you just said media day. Make up your mind. You told us it's not media day, it's content day. Coming up next, what is trending? And then media content day, content media day, content day, media day, whatever. Jazz are talking at 8 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.